Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Magic Beans podcast, episode number 136. My name is Cracker, and I will be your host for this episode, and I have a couple of my good mates on the line. First of all, I have Stu. How are you doing, Stu? I'm good. How are you doing? Very well, mate. Good to have you back on the show. Feels like it's been a little minute since you and I have done one together. It has been a hot minute. I think it was the pre-league finals, but but I'm back. Yeah. Awesome. Good to have you. And we also have Chewy joining us. How are you doing, Chew? Good, mate. Good. I I think... We can agree, and I'm sure all of our listeners, that the three of us are the A team. So it's good to good to be in your illustrious gentleman. Oh, wow. oh thank you. It's so it's so nice to be able to throw beats at you, mate. When he's like countries away. Look, if he's the he's the one like kicking back by a pool and you know getting yeah, I don't feel sorry. Know, it's massages no, and whatever. Like like he deserves it. Single digits and raining right now where I am. Yeah, so yeah, same. Get, Likewise, get lost. <laughs> No, I hope you're enjoying uh, yourself we miss over you, there, Shorty. Shorty. Yeah, yeah, correct. You definitely need it. All right. So, got a few things to chat about tonight, boys. Some new cards uh, in Infinity, and we've got the Alchemy Spoiler and Alchemy Ex- Explorer and Historic Anthologies, which have come out. So, that's pretty cool. And a couple of other things to chat about. But before we get into it, Stu. Yes. Can you tell us about our sponsors, mate? I can tell us about our sponsors. Uh as always, we are brought to you by Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar, where Chewy is buying all the goblins. Oh, uh, you can it. find them. They, they are a Facebook auction site selling all things magic. You can find them on Facebook by searching JP MTG Bazaar or jpmtgbazaar.com.au. And when you win an auction, let them know the bean sent you. Cracker. Yeah. I'm just handing back to you. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, it was, it was great. Uh, so I, the, thought, uh, I thought that was good. The great I, I, I was just like... Yeah, good segue, good segue. Uh, it was almost like you needed a visual cue, which we don't have because this is a podcast. Uh, but uh, you're the, probably right. The fine folk at Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar uh, sponsor our podcast, but also our leagues. Uh, so they provide the bulk of the... Uh, we do have one that has kicked off, which is Explorer. And with the... We'll talk about... Um, Laura, but I had a little chat to just a little quiet. Would you be interested? And we might hear in the not too distant future the dulcet tone of Pat on the magic. So I'm really looking forward to and uh, maybe a bit of him and Polly Waffle talking about MTG finance. That's an episode I would sounds good to me. Yeah, we've just got to make it happen. But uh, uh, Pat is interested. Cracker visual cue over to you. (laughs) So so the first thing we need to talk about is. We got some details from San Diego Comic-Con, which is this week, for Unfinity, which is the next unset that is coming out, and I am uninterested. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just had to throw that in there. So, there's the, it's the new Silver Border set, but it isn't Silver Boarded, which is just amazing. I'm, I'm really pleased they've decided to go this way. So, again, sorry, sarcasm. I'm feeling a bit spicy tonight, boys. Forgive me. No, no, I love it. Let's go. So, so the the only way you can tell whether a card is now, because half of the cards are going to be legal in Commander Legacy and Vintage, and half of them are going to be silver bordered cards, which are only legal in its own limited set, basically. That's kind of the only place you can play it, except with, you know, like rule zeroing in Commander and stuff. You yeah. can do that sort of thing. And if that's your jam, please do. I don't think I would say no to someone saying, I want to play a silver boarded card because they're all kind of hilarious and whatever. So that's fine. Like, if that's your jam, go for it. But this set, the only way you can tell which cards are which is with a little, it's called the acorn 
icon, which is, you know, super easy to see. You know, you've got the little hollow symbol in the bottom of rares and mythics. Yes. In the center of the card. Well, in, in the Infinity set, if it's a silver-boarded card, effectively, it'll have a little acorn symbol there instead of either nothing or like the little, you know, hollow symbol. So okay. that that will be interesting to, to confirm legality of a card. So if it's got the acorn, it's not legal in vintage legacy. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That Good. is correct. Yep. Otherwise it's got nothing like a normal magic card and it will be legal or it will have like a regular hollow stamp if it's a mythical or whatever in those kind of mythical rare in that slot. So there you go. Um, along with it, they they tend to use these sets for tr- testing out strange mechanics, new new things, right? And we saw that with the, I'm pretty sure it was called Augment, which is where you could place like a card down and then you could put another half of a card. And, and I think in some ways that almost led towards Mutate. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was the, the early design idea for sure. It was kind of interesting the way it played out. You could, you know, you could play a creature and it did something and then you could augment it and it might give it like first strike or you know like an ex- extra ability or whatever and and it was kind of funny because the the cards stacked next to each other and it was a bit of a like mad science experiment they got something new this time boys they are bringing in stickers yep actual physical little stickers to like, stick like the to your kids cards so you, you peel them off the little sheet and you stick them on something on, on another yeah. card yeah exactly so so there's look there's a lot in this so each booster of infinity has 14 cards and a sticker sheet a sticker sheet has three name stickers three art stickers two ability stickers and two power toughness stickers so they've got they've got an example here and it's got like urza's dark and cannonball so they're like names there's little squirrel and a hat and things you can give abilities so like a creature gets shadow right shadow is an old mechanic where it can only be blocked by creatures with shadow can only block creatures and then there's like power and toughness so you you would stick those over the top and the idea is that there will be cards that let you put stickers on them or on other things and you you stick them on there and then they will they will remain on the card in known zones so uh on the battlefield graveyard and in exile but they from the um, yeah no no it's not because it's not in hidden zones so if something gets bounced back to your hand or if it gets shuffled into your library it becomes hidden information they fall off so it's it's not like counters you can't proliferate them and it's not like perpetual in alchemy where it's like it always gains that ability so it'll be always on the battlefield it won't be something in your hand you're not going to like put a sticker on a card in your hand because that's a hidden zone uh but that's that's kind of it so there'll be different things where there's an example here there's a six mana six four six and it says when it enters the battlefield you get a sticker which is shaped kind of like it's all carnival themed right so it's like a little coupon ticket thing and it says you may put a sticker on a non-land permanent you own now, the other thing with stickers, and I forget the exact numbers, is you can have 10 in your deck box, like a sticker sideboard, and then at the beginning of your game, you randomly draft three stickers, I think, like three sticker cards, and then from there, you can use the stickers from there or something like that. So, there's like a random element to it as well. So, 
Yeah, you can have 10 sticker sheets and then select three at random to have access to for that game. It seems like it limits the replay, which is one of the things that amazing about Magic is you can, you know, you build a deck. Even if it's a limited deck, you can play unlimited games with it. You can play that deck till, you know, you're, you're bored of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need stickers, mm-hmm. like how do, you, how do you refill your, like, library of stickers? Do you think they're those I mean, stickers that, um, remember those books you used to get where you'd be able to like open it up and you'd peel the stickers off, but they're reusable? Yeah. I, I think that's what they're going for. So they're, yeah. they're saying they're like non-super sticky. So they're kind of like post-its. Yeah. So you know how you can move post-its around? Uh, I think the okay. idea is that you can stick them on the card and then take them off. Because obviously at different points in the game, you will have to take it off. Because like, let's say you unsummon a creature, that sticker has to come off the card so it's not like a it's not a permanent change to the thing it's just a temp and obviously if you're playing with sleeves you'd stick it to the sleeve so (laughs) that's that's the mechanic um i'm not i think we've spent what what do we think (laughs) (laughs) now now stew i i appreciate the attempt to try these new things i do and this is a space to try something wacky right yeah yeah uh, yeah. Good on them. Is it though? The, so I, I liked the, well, I've never actually been a big unset fan. I've always thought that there was some cool art. The basics are always beautiful. I think that's kind of like yeah. the main things, but like they've never really done it for me. There's individual cards that I think are cool. Like the big furry monster in like one of the original sets I thought was pretty funny. You know, it was like two cards that you sat next to each other and it had you know, 99 power or whatever. It was, it was yeah, kind of a, and, a and that was but a great like, precursor to having the angel that turned, two angels that turned into an Eldrazi, right? That's, like, <laughs> that's true. We did, we did yeah. do that with the meld mechanic. Yeah, but yeah like, exactly. I don't know. I've never, I've never really been grabbed by this. And it yeah. really feels like Maro's just like ongoing joke that he just f- is forcing into the game. Yeah, and, is it? And he's obviously clearly passionate about it. Is it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and and now he's found a way to make it so that it's hard to distinguish what is and isn't legal, and like, literally half of the set is now, like, eternal and has to be supported, and now we've got like, stickers. So imagine sitting down with someone who's like, all right, I've got my energy tokens, I've got my stickers. Let's we're playing commander, so I've got my experience counters. <laughs> I've got my commander damage. I've got co- yeah, 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 exactly. I've got my uh, enchantment that starts in the command zone to go with. I've it. got, I've got my dungeons ready to go. <laughs> exactly yeah. right. There's wow. ha- like you need. I am building it. a commander deck that has as many peripheral r- mechanics as possible, just to mess with <laughs> the other people at the table. I think. <laughs> I think I need to do it. it. It'd be funny once. I think. Anyway. It'd be funny for you once. It'd be funny for me every time. Yeah, so, that's that's yeah. true. Just but, like I mean, you, 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 you'd only yeah. get to play against me once. I'll just leave. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but you did mention Lance Cracker, and yeah. Uh, yeah. they didn't miss here. They didn't miss. With- they are stunning. The basics are absolutely amazing. It looks like there's two different arts for each basic land, like two mountains, mm-hmm. two swamps, two islands, etc., etc. And I don't see one that i don't like uh they all look great i want them for my cube uh i want foils of them all yeah uh they are great but yeah there's more than just basics yep shock lance full art borderless really cool particularly the blood crypt love the blood crypt and the breeding pool absolutely 
gorgeous. What do you guys think of these? Are you excited by these? Yes. I actually yeah. forgot. I actually forgot they were coming in. There. So the article I was just reading hasn't got them. So now I've got to go and look them up again because yeah, they are actually. Yeah. So we've we've known about these for a while, and they are. They're very very pretty. Uh, if you're into like the space themed thing, that's you know, the the kind of overarching theme is it is a space carnival. So like Overgrown Tomb has literally got like a a abandoned destroyed spaceship with plants growing out of it and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, every time I look at Godless Shrine, I'm like, oh, it's Damnation. Oh, no, it's Godless Shrine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. just, for whatever reason, it just catches me. Like, literally, I've rolled past it four times while I've been talking, and I'm like, God, Damnation? Oh, no, it's Godless Shrine. Uh, yeah, they're, they're very pretty. And, I mean, hopefully it does something to bring down the cost of shocks, because at the moment, shocks are worth more than fetches for the most part, which yeah, is it's crazy, isn't it? kind of insane. So... Yeah, hopefully it, it it will inject some life there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it'll I like sell it. the set as well. Like, yeah, uh, sure. if if like these will these and the basics uh, will be why people you know buy this set for oh, sure. Yep. You don't think people are buying it for the stickers? No, look, you could <laughs> you know you could buy it for the Space Family Robinson, and yep. if there's not a card called Danger, we'll go. Uh, sorry, the. Space Will family Goblinson. Goblinson. If there's not a card that says Danger Will Goblinson, I'm I'm going to be upset. Uh, but yeah, it's um, you know, there's the typical pun play on words. There's like Angelic Harold instead of Angelic Herald and things like that. But it's uh, you know, it's all very cute. It's all very punny and memey. But and, and I think you hit the nail on the head there, Cracker. Where it'll be fun or funny once to to do this stuff. But uh, so. People might do a draft with it. It's not going to sell anywhere near as a, as much as a, a regular set would, but the 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 lands will drive the sales. It'll just mean stores that will buy their allocation, crack them, and you know sell the lands. lands. And and that's fine. Like I'm 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 perfectly happy going to my LGS and <laughs> buying some lands off them, so I don't have to buy. The roulette boosters where I get yes. actual nothing. Like at least in a normal set, I've got a chance of you know opening a an uncommon or a rare that I actually want to go with it. So anyway, that's that's unfitly. If it's jam, that's awesome, and we really do hope you love it. Like just because we're not into it, that's what's awesome about Magic is there's literally infinite ways of playing it. And don't oh, let absolutely us casting unhappy. no dispersions. No, no, no. But don't, don't, yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't yeah. let us like you know. Harsh and mellow, or whatever. Like, if this is your thing, and don't be, and don't be salty at us for not liking it. Like, if you love it, then awesome. Like, have as much fun with it as you could possibly have. Uh, or you know, at- just direct all complaints to at Peace Inc. Uh- <laughs> yeah, that's it on Twitter. That is exactly right. <laughs> and exactly. Uh, he'll he'll field all complaints. All right. Sp- speaking of cards that no one cares about. Oh wait, no, that's not true. <laughs> We've got. We got the anthology. He's in a mood tonight. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. I mean, you know, just some dumb people at work today, just being dumb. That's anyway. Nice to talk <laughs> about polywaffle that way. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Not, not him. No, no, no. Definitely. So, not Historic Chris. Anthology 6. Yes, Historic Anthology 6 and also Explorer Anthology 1. Uh, start with Historic. What do you boys think? Some nice cards. Uh, so. Like, do you want me to just run through them? Like, I don't want to spend too Do much it. time on here. So, uh, we knew about Avison, Angel of Hope. Uh, that's the only white card. Phyrexian Metamorph, 
pretty exciting mm-hmm. uh, school card yes. uh, as the only blue card. Black has a Fiomancer, which we saw spoiled, well, kind of not spoiled, but uh, referenced in the art. So uh, I think it's been a commander-only reprint. It's a uh, two and a black for a 2-2 human shaman. Uh, when at the beginning of each upkeep, each being the uh, keyword there, if you control no snakes, create a 1-1 black snake creature token with death, death touch. So uh, pretty good friends of Skull Clamp, let me tell you. <clears throat> uh, and maybe a card that the uh, black base sacrifice will want to have a look at. Uh, also in black, we've got Knight of Souls Betrayal, uh, which is from OG Kamigawa. And just simple text that says all creatures get Negwan Negwan. Pretty good. Uh, there's Leila, Leila. Uh, the Blade Reforged, which is a uh, spirit warrior with haste, and it does. It's got a whole bunch of text around thing. Uh, there, we knew about uh, Goshen Tyvelis Origin and Tarmogoyf from the initial uh, announcement for this. Uh, there is Glimpse the Unthinkable, which mill players are rejoicing. Uh, there is Retrofitter Foundry, which uh, is a one-mana artifact with a bunch of abilities. There is one of my favorite cards of all time in Chalice of the Void is going to hit the uh, hit the historic queues. Uh, I, I love Chalice. Love it. I, I you know played a lot of this card in Modern. It's one of my favorite things to do, but so is Bin Chickens. So I'm really torn. <laughs> On this, because yeah, Chalice of the Void is uh, both my, one of my favorite cards, but absolutely hoses one of my favorite decks. So just shuts it down, just turns it off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's so, fine. You only have to cast the spells. It doesn't matter if they get counted. You'll be all right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> cantrips that didn't draw cards, right? Yeah. So uh, and like then can't trips. Yeah, wow. exa- can't trips. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, I thought that was good. Yeah, no, not bad, not bad. It's um, true level. That, that was, yeah, it was, it was elite. Well done. Uh, and then we've got the uh, dual lands, the, the artifact lands that come into play tapped. The, uh, so they're MH2 ones, they're Modern yeah, Horizons. They're the ones, yeah. yeah. So yeah. interesting to have those into the as well. So uh, that's that's historic. Um, Knight of Souls Betrayal is a good card. Phyrexia Metamorph's a good card. Uh, Chalice of the Void will probably have an impact given the... Uh, prominence of the bin chickens people will play glimpse the unthinkable and then complain that they lose because mill's terrible archetype <laughs> but the uh, have you met my friends the rogues they'd like to have a word with you wouldn't you rather play a rogue like mostly but yeah, yeah. i know i, I agree yeah. like glimpse yeah. has not been a playable card for a minute no it, but it goes cool. with tasha's goes with tasha's hideous laughter and a few other things so like maybe yeah, yeah i guess so uh i think the lands are, are interesting and might uh, or lift up some, you know, artifact. Uh, okay. But, like, so, whatever. It's historic. Can, can I get a reoccurring nightmare to go with Ophiomancer, please? I don't think we'll yes. see that. No, in, no, I don't think we'll yeah. see that in, yeah. in, in, in anything outside of cube. Yeah. Uh, uh, both cards are in my cube, just quietly. But, yeah. I know. I have done that before. So uh, what do you think about that before we move on? Uh, there's some powerful stuff in here. Uh, and... I don't know. We don't play historic, so it's really hard to say. We don't. Like, what will have an impact and what won't. Um, yeah. I, I, I uh, think it's really good to have Goyf on Arena. Yeah, uh, for sure. Everything else is kind of... A lot of these feel like uh, they're really relevant to historic brawl and not so much um, use. 
or, or ladder. So yep. definitely feels like that's probably the way that, you know, with Explorer and, uh, you know, the lack of popularity of, of alchemy in general, I think this might be a little bit of a, a hint and a precursor that wizards will try to morph the historic form into historic brawlers. Maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but looking at the cards here, they feel very brawly and not so much like ladder grinding decks that are actually. Yeah. Hey, I think this is the first Phyrexian mana card we've seen on Arena as well in Phyrexian Metamorph. Yes, it is. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, uh, Metamorph's a great card. Like, if you haven't had the chance to play with it, it's, uh, you can do some very cool things. One of the best clones printed, I yeah. think. Mm. Okay. Um, Anything next? else about Historic? <laughs> All right, let's talk about Explorer. Uh, let me run through the cards here. So, in white, we've got Favourite Hoplite and Rally the Ancestors. Chewy, cold shots. Well done. Yeah, I did say this is one of the cards I'd really like to see, so I was pretty excited. Gave myself a little fit. So. Nice. In blue, we've got In Soul Artifact and Mausoleum Wanderer. I'm pretty sure we both called Moz Wanderer as being a good choice for the Spirits deck. Absolutely. Uh, I, I yeah. like Scissors as well. Yeah, for sure. Although Hemsy, shout out Hemsy for being big brain. So In Soul Artifact is something that we've seen in Pioneer where you know you play a, an Ornithopter on turn one and put Scissors on it and two and bash for March of other mm-hmm. uh, is a common card played in you know the control decks in in pioneer and explorer and ooh, that that feels bad that feels like one mana especially if you want to put it on a land uh, it's just ouch so less excited about that yeah. than i would have been um you know last week Three. before that was pointed out uh yeah so in black we'll come back and talk about some of the cards in, in, in more um so black we've got Kalitas, which we spoke about we have Shadowborn Apostle and Tainted Remedy. In red, we've got Alesha Who Smiles at Death, Searing Blood, Team of Battle Rage, and Titan Strength. In green, we've got Back to Nature, Elvish Mystic, and Tireless Tracker. And then in the multicolored, we've got Battlewise Hoplite, Siege Rhino, Slaughter Games, and Supreme Verdict. We get Hangerback Walker, and we also get Dark Steel Citadel, which as Chewie pointed out, was exceptionally good mates with the scissors, but uh, not so much. Stu. Yeah. What's jumping out at you here, man? There's a couple of things. Yeah. Um, so I think, like you guys spoke about Kalatos already, but I feel like that just slots straight into uh, red-black mid-range at the moment that's uh, doing a lot of work. Yeah, it's a really important card there. Like that just goes straight in there, which is, yeah, which I've been thinking about building that deck, so that's why that's jumped out at me. Um, Elvish Mystic, always nice to have four of those to go alongside for Lanamor Elves in a mono green ramp type deck. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Hangerback Walker is a fantastic card as well. Let's see, I'm, I'm seeing most of these for the first time, so I'm catching up. I've missed out on all the previous. I mean, they were only and spoilers officially and were, previous yeah. afternoon for us, so we haven't had them for a yeah. long time to look at. There, there, there was a leak, and Stu did, uh, did tell me before. Leaks are bad. Don't spoil it. It's fun. Uh, but I I could see you jamming a bunch of 1-1. You know, I, can, I can see you being about that. I, I may have been looking and considering such things. That's, I like um, it. Yeah. That's what about all you, I've got Cracker? so far. 
well, so I'm looking at blue and I'm really confused because Treasure Cruise isn't there. And I don't <laughs> understand why. Treasure Cruise. Uh, it'll it'll I, come. Yeah. I think that there's some good choices and I think there's some really odd choices as well. Are you loving Sage Rhino? Dude, I don't hate on Siege Rhino. Like I, Speaking I, of recurring nightmare. <laughs> I don't understand why Slaughter Games was printed into this set. Like, I know what it does. I was <laughs> saying in the chat, I used to have this in the sideboard of my Living End deck back when it was pretty bad before it was like tier one <laughs> modern deck. And you actually got like, you get grief and actual cards now. Uh I, I don't know what Slaughter Games is doing in here. I guess you're trying to steal everyone's supreme verdicts before they can cast them. Anyway. Well, I, I think this is just insurance for, you know, a combo deck being, it's just like, well, you know, if, if it, there's a combo deck, play Slaughter Games, you've got that release valve, I guess. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. I'm actually kind of interested in if, like, there's a blue um, heroic deck now with... Battlewise Hoplite and with also with Favoured Hoplite. And I'm wondering if you even like stretch it into Jeskai so you can get like Titan Strength and Tomb of Battle Rage. So that interests me, whether you can do like that kind of aggressive thing um, or whether that's just too hard with the mana. I don't know. I don't know if- I think you I can do it. My, I don't know if my lands will stretch that far is the problem. Yeah, that sounds like it costs <laughs> a lot of wild cards. Uh yeah, I I think there's a big bolster here for the um, the sacrifice deck, so Shadowborn can do things. But I'm you know excited by that. But Tireless Tracker, I think, is a is a card that is is really unassuming on its you know face value. But this thing gets bigger than Tarmogoyf. You know, we've we've talked about Tarmogoyf and talked about uh, you know its impact on on magic in general. Tireless Tracker gets Bigger, slower, but has a higher ceiling and draws cards a lot. So I think some kind of, you know, ramp deck and we've got the the big top ends, you know, we've got Ugans and we've got Hydroid Crasis and, and things like that, that we can play here. This is a really good, uh, you know, early play that scales with the game and, and, you know, keeps you drawing cards along the way. So if you, you know, playing a really high land count as is want to do in modern magic and you've got growth spirals and modal double face land cards and things. This thing turns every one of those into a, uh, into a clue that you can spend to, to draw cards and that grows your guy. So the ultimate mid range card here. So I'm really excited by this because it's, uh, uh, I, th I think it's the, the mid range card that it really been, we've been missing in that sense. So, I think Polywaffle's been playing like a ramp deck and he's been playing some good mid-range creatures, but I think this one might uh, bump. So yeah, Tracker's just a strict upgrade to a lot of the stuff that we've got in yeah. the three-mana slot. Yep. It's it's an excellent card. It's been like proven many times over. So yeah, yeah. I think it's great. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Shorty literally, as we're recording, just pinged a message to the Discord saying, Searing Blood's really good. <laughs> like he knows we're recording now clearly and uh it's probably guess that's what we're talking about and yeah searing blood is a very good card uh red red for an instant it deals two to target creature when the creature dies this turn searing blood deals three damage to that creature's controller so, so two mana five card. damage total so yeah kill a creature yeah this was uh that's really cool. popular in modern burn modern decks burn. for a while yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. 
uh, probably still gets played in the sideboard. So, yeah, it's I mean, um, yeah, it's a shock yes. plus a lava spike. Yeah, at instant speed, which is pretty fantastic. So you know you can combine that with I don't know team of battle rage or whatever. There's mm. a, there's a million different ways that you can you can do that. Searing blood itself doesn't have to kill the creature. Worth noting, the creature just has to yep. die this turn. So there's there's all kinds of shenanigans you can get up to there with that one, which is pretty strong. And yeah, obviously, I like team of battle rage, pretty great card, gets people dead pretty quickly. Yeah, TBR's yeah for sure, absolutely fantastic. Right, like it's uh. It, it's got, you know, it does like Embercleave things, but differently. Uh, like mm-hmm. it always costs two. It lets you go tall rather than wide, which, you know, it, you've got the option now. Like the ceiling of Team of Battle Rage is Embercleave is not so good right now because everybody can just play one DBR people. Uh, Death Shadow is the first card that comes to mind when I think Battle Rage, which is in the format. But you've got kind of got to do things fairly. You've got thoughts. You've got things like uh, the double face cards that you can bolt yourself to um, to come into play untapped and things. So not going to have the velocity. Death Shadow is not legal in Explorer. Just to be it's clear. not. Oh, I thought no, it no. was. No, oh. no. You're thinking of okay. of. There's another one that it's the seven the mana gets, thing. No, yeah. no, it's the one that gets bigger. So it starts out. As like it's like the Tarmogoyf. Mm. Whenever you gains, lose life, it, it gets bigger. Yeah, I, I think okay. so. But yeah, no, Shadow is not uh, legal. Yeah. but there's there is ways to just play big bitches and oh yeah, hundred percent battle. Rage yeah, and I mean so. you, you can play in Gruel decks. I mean, mm. do you want to something gross? Put this Please. on on like Questing Beast or something. Yeah, because you know exactly. that yeah. that card needed double strike. You know, yeah, it was, I've, I it's have. It's literally put, the only keyword that it doesn't have. I have put. <laughs> That I've put um, Embercleave on and it feels yeah. dirty. It's pretty satisfying. Good dirty. Kill, kill two planeswalkers. Uh, so I, I, when we just saw Shadowborn Apostle, I immediately went to Scryfall and I was like, creature, demon, legal explorer. <laughs> and I'm trying to work out what like the most busted demon you can get. In it's like explorer. an eight mana one from Dominar. So there's, there's Rakdos the Showstopper. Oh, yeah. Which you know you flip a coin and it deal it destroys each creature. When it comes up tails, there's there's the dreadfast demon, which was another one at the beginning of your end step. Sacrifice a non-demon creature. If you do create a token that's a copy of dreadfast demon. Yeah, that was great in limited that card. Demon of dark schemes. Demon lord bells and lock is probably one of the better ones. That's what I'm thinking of. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six mana. Uh, all, all sorts of spicy big demon things. If if that's what you want to do, uh, and you know, or in sacrifice decks, you know, there's there's usually some way to abuse it. You need uh, Athreos to really do that, but anyway, and um, tainted remedy for people trying to do Helios. Now we've all lost to the mono white or green white angels, right? And mm-hmm. when when I say we've all lost to, so earlier today, I cast a turn for uh, burn down the house, and they had on the battlefield. By the time I had my next turn, they'd gained 30 life and had like a whole bunch of like six, seven flying things. I just like spewed all of this stuff onto the battlefield. I was like, how did that? Uh, so yeah, Tainted Remedy is a pretty good um, remedy to uh, to that. But I don't know how good that sort of angel deck is in best of three. I, I see it in the best of one queues, not in the best of three. 
So you have to go pretty deep to main deck Tainted Remedy. You know, you have to be pretty fed up with to the Angel's deck <laughs> to, be, to want to play that. So it's um it's interesting. But yeah, that's uh it, it's good to have in the format anyway, just to, you know, happily die to the deck if they choose to have air in their deck. So uh, the question is, are we spending twenty five thousand gold on buying all these cards? There's some pretty good cards in there. I think I am. I think if I had the twenty five thousand, I probably would. I've got thirty five thousand. I think at the moment. I blew all mine on drafts. And uh, you have a draft because the drafting is all of the uh, the alchemy draft. I did have a six three the other day, but I've done one sealed and one draft. Oh, I haven't drafted in at least a month, but yeah. I think things like, I don't know, if there was more cards for the red-black sac- sacrifice deck to go with Kalatas, I'd be very excited. The Hangerback Walker being rare, Mausoleum Wanderer being rare, Rally the Ancestors being rare. Mm-hmm. Wanting to play those archetypes, I don't have the rare wild card. I do have the gold. So on that alone, I'm very tempted. I, I want I want to play Rally of the Ancestors. I don't know if it's got the rest of the support, but it's a card that I want to play. I think it's sweet. So uh, it's a... Uh, I'll have to... I, I think that might be the kind of deciding factor for if there is a Rally of the Ancestors. I want it to be good. I want it to be cool. But, you know, maybe I'll cast Rally of the Ancestors. Sack them will make me sad, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh... it's so it's interesting. I mean, we've got a little bit of time. So the bundle is available from today, tomorrow probably, and then through to the fifth of October, which is you know we got a, a, a couple of months, I guess, to decide if we want to buy it, which is good. I'm not sure. Like I was pretty sure before, like when we saw the first few cards previewed, we saw you know like Supreme Verdict and Calatas and the Hoplite. I was like, yeah, this seems like it's going to be pretty great, but. I don't know. I'm I'm still uncertain. But at the same time, if it's like... I was cr- Treasure Cruise. 100%. Well, yeah, because yeah, I, mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know they're going to upshift Treasure Cruise to a rare because they suck. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> then they can extract more wild cards. I, look, I'm pretty tempted. Like, I don't mm, draft a lot. So, I have a lot of gold that's just kind of sitting there not doing much. So, I think I probably will... Get it. Just do it, man. Yeah, I probably will. And I mean, you know, that way I can I can try some things out. Maybe venture into different archetypes than I have previously been playing. So, yeah. Is Siege Rhino good enough? I don't know that it is. No, I don't think so. Is it's there cl- an It's ab- close. Is there an Abzan? It feels really good against the aggressive decks, right? Like if you have like Thoughtseize on turn one or or yeah, if you have Thoughtseize yeah. on turn one, turn two removal spell, turn three tireless tracker turn like that feels pretty good like you've taken their best card you've killed their early threat and then you've completely outscaled them with a card advantage engine and a life gain thing so like that feels good but four mana four fives with specific mana costs against like blue white control feel- hmm. so tireless tracker feels good against control decks like they'll let you double spell early get a, a threat that at least net you one card but uh it's yeah, Siege Rhino seems format dipped, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's because you can't really abuse the fact that you've got like Elvish Mystic entering the format, right? Like it's, and I don't think there's any good options for, there's no like Birds of Paradise kind of, you know, one mana or there's, I guess there's Paradise Druid. There's a couple of two mana ones that make mana of any color, but like, 
like you said, the Abzan colours are not, not not super hard, but it, you know it is a little prohibitive in terms of the modern magic. The, the manner is pretty good. It is, uh, but I think it's probably good enough for Explorer and not for Pi. Yeah, yeah. At, at least good enough for Explorer for the moment. Yeah, I don't I think it'll stay good yeah. enough for a long time. I mean, it's a good card. I, I like it. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's just a a big dumb thing. Uh, uh, unless, unless there's like abuse. Yeah, unless we've got like ephemerate or like any of those like. Mm. But then you, the, all the blink effects I think we've had in recent history have been blue, that, that I can. Yeah, recall. you'd have to branch into a full color. Other than is it charming prince? Oh yeah, charming prince would do it. Yeah, yeah. But if you do branch into the Orion, blue, I guess. there's the yeah, there's the um, is it there's Yarok? Thassa. The yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Yarok is, is like Saltai a color. Yeah. Yeah, Saltai. Yeah, so. Uh, maybe there's a four color comes into play, you know, shenanigan out yeah, there. And, that, and maybe it's like a salt eye deck splashing white for Siege Rhino. Yeah. Maybe it's not like base Abzan. You know, you yeah. can do You're right. like, you know, Simic Plus is a pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty common thing to yeah. do. You know, Simic Plus pick your next color or two. So, yeah, there's probably enough. And, and we'd like the Triomes and things now that we've got or whatever the, you know, other versions of the Triomes are called. The, the other Triomes, yeah. They're still triumphs. That'll do. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I think that's what they'll be. So the, the, some of the cards here that make me go, oh, it's is this worth it? Like Alicia, Alicia, who smiles at death. Like I don't think this is a card that we would really play. Like there's no home for this. This feels just like a commander card. Uh, so Alicia was excellent in tiny leaders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> very, very short-lived format that that was. Uh yeah, where everything had to cost. Man, it was just Lurus. That's all Tiny Leaders was. It was just the Lurus format where everything yeah. had to cost three or less. Exactly. But you didn't have Lurus as your no, companion. You didn't. So. No, no, no. But yeah, it's like this feels like a bit of a miss for me. Like I'm not excited by this at all. I, I don't. I no, feel like. It needed to be Swift Spear, right? If you wanted to really push Mono Red hard or Eidolon. Well, yeah, I, I guess so. But. Or just any other red card that was playable. Like. I don't know, like, I think there'll be a proportion of the community that goes, oh, I love Alicia because, you know, I've got a commander deck that has it, now I can play her. But are cards, so cards that are legal in Explorer are legal in Pioneer, so, so not in Pioneer, in Historic, right? So these cards will also be illegal, they will be playable in Historic? No, so I don't think that's how think that works. So. Not Not that way, okay. No. Because yeah. I was just wondering, is the justification for her being here um, yet another historic plant? But that doesn't appear to be the case. So it just feels like a big fat miss for me. So, and like back to nature, like why why do I need you know a naturalize? That feels like a bit of a miss to me. A bit like what you're saying with games. Like they, the cards seem so narrow and so niche. They don't feel like they're a step towards pioneer. They feel like they're just trying to really drift stuff out. Which was expected, right? But yeah, yeah this, this feels like like it, there's so need- many there's, there's so many cards that we need from Pioneer to make this Pioneer. Like, I'm not saying you have to you know like just buff one archetype all the way through. You know, just have to pick spirits and put the five. Spirits well, then it dominates and and it, it, people. No, no, I'm saying you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. No, no, that's no. that's that's not what I'm, that's exactly like I'm saying you don't have to do it that way. But at the same time, like why take cards that don't see play? And won't see play and put them in. Like we have so many that we do need. It's exactly. not like they're it's not like they're gonna run out 
anytime soon where they're just like, oh no, we've done two anthologies and now we've got no good Pioneer cards. It's like, no, no, you've got like enough of five or six anthologies. Give us a couple of stinkers. Like, I get it. They're not going to just give you, you know, bangers all the way through. But yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, unless they're going to bring these things out, you know, every couple of months, they kind of do need to give us the bangers. Like, they've yeah, agreed. they've they've announced that you know the roadmap is for to, to have Pioneer. Like that's that. Yeah, we but they've all also said it will take years to happen. And it, how much of that is you know resources to code the cards, and how much of that is just a, a marketing? Op- we can get twenty five thousand gold out of people. It's uh, the second one. Yeah, and it's that's pretty much that's, all the second one. No, and, no, and, that's not true because they've got oh. way too many people spending time putting cards in for whatever that other rubbish. Infinity or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, not infinity. <laughs> anyway, the alchemy stuff. Alchemy, you have to yeah, scroll. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel that having these kind of they could they could print back to nature in the next set, right, and get it into it without that being a problem just like it's like oh yeah there's an uncommon in you know the brothers war that is you know kind of whatever or the next corset or whatever uh without without putting so this should be four cards that they don't want to introduce into the ecosystem through standard just like the the modern horizon sets right like they don't want to put fetch lands back into standard i Get that. I agree with that. That's a great idea. Uh, so reprint them in in the, those supplementary sets, not in the core releases. That's what they should be doing here. And there's some cards here that just don't, at least, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, no, I, I no, just realized, just, yeah. I, I think there's something else we, we actually haven't talked about, maybe moving on from there, is there's even more cards that have, were announced. And, and this wasn't in the show notes, but uh, Dominaria is, is a coming and, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys had seen that there was a bunch of stuff that was previewed for this it's like a week ago now, actually. I don't think we talked about it last week, did we? Because it was... We did not. So, Dominaria United is the next set. It's going to come out in September. Still feels like a very long way away. But there's a lot of interesting things going on here. So, we've got art for previewed for all these, uh, all the box arts and things. So, we know that we've got Khan coming back. We've got braids uh braids has got extra arms and she's definitely been phyrexianized and we've also got the lost legends they're calling it did you guys see the the preview video about this i did not see but i did see a, a tweet and this is an addition to the collective boosters correct is that right yeah. yes yeah, exactly Stu, did you see this one no i didn't so a long time ago <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Uh, no, from from original Zendikar, they had a thing called Hidden Treasures, and they had actual like um, alpha, beta. I think they were all unlimited cards that were in like they were the hidden treasures, and there was like one in a, a fraction of a pack where you could actually open like a lotus. So they had like full power nine, like the whole thing, and they just randomly put them in boosters. So in this particular case, what this what happened is they. Uh, they found like crates, like pallets of legends. So legends is another very old set and they're doing a, a similar sort of thing. So they are putting a legends card in one of the slots 
of collector's boosters. So you have a 3% chance of opening one in a collector's booster, which is the same as like some of the other super um, rare, like the Hidetsugus and that sort of thing. They were kind of the same drop rate. And then you've got a chance of opening like an original Legends card, which includes things like Moat or Tabernacle at Pendrel Vale is kind of like... Mana Drain? No, not Mana Drain. So there is a list of cards that they are oh, not, okay. including that they cracked. So Mana Dream was in that set. Um, so it was like Sylvan Library. So unfortunately, some of the actual real bangers they are are not putting in. There's a list you can find out exactly what you want if you want to, but it's only in the collector boosters. Of course. Yeah. What do we think about that? What do we think about them finding just crates of legends and going, huh? Like, oh look, it's our thirtieth anniversary. Guess what we're gonna do? Look, we've all done that. Look, I was we? just going to say, yeah. it's, it's it's not outside the realms of possibility. No, I agree. Yeah, it's like, Cracker, hey, you should play with the Fortune in your Locust God deck, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. the so, time frame on when they found it, it could have been 10 years ago, and they thought, we'll just hold it for the 30th. Sure. Until we do something special. But I totally believe it. It's fine. Yeah, and the idea of opening, opening a minty fresh tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Is because that card is thousands of dollars now, right? So yes. Um. So all the people that may have paid that much for it might be a bit salty, but uh, for everybody else in the community, and look, not everybody else in the community, that that's a uh, bridge too far because not everybody buys collector boosters. But uh, I think it's a a really cool uh, and exciting thing. A little bit like the lands driving the sales of Infinity. You know, maybe I'll buy an extra collector booster because, you know, I maybe buy one per set, maybe. Um, Maybe I'll buy a couple more. I've never bought a full box, but imagine my Enchantress Commander deck if it had a moat. I'd be pretty excited by that. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's interesting. I I don't, like, I'm not mad about this at all. I think, you know, like, it's good that these cards are going to be in circulation. I would have liked to have seen it if they just went and did it, like, actual old school and just like slip them in and let people start opening them at pre-releases like i think that would have been really cool but i also understand that that's not a great marketing campaign for for a lot of things so it it doesn't build the hype for a set no but it's yeah. very cool yeah exactly so i think they could have done it that way if they wanted to uh again though like the the chances of anyone opening one of these is tiny you know and even if you do, the chance of it being a tabernacle, even tinier, you know, there's there's only so many of those that were printed. So you, you might just get like a basic land or some, you know, rubbish common. Because let's not forget, like the old sets, there are a lot of bad cards. <laughs> there are a lot of really, really bad cards in there. But, you know, they're all worth a couple of bucks kind of either way. So maybe And they're bringing can... box toppers back, right? Uh, they are, yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like box toppers. They're pretty fun. They, they feel like a little fun. bit of literally a cherry on top, you know. So, yeah. That's so great. there's and some the, cool cards. The lands again look. Yeah, uh, maybe we can talk about them because we're kind of almost out of time. But we can talk about these next week. But there's definitely some interesting cards that have been previewed. Oh, and the Omnath. Can we just talk about the that <laughs> for a second? <laughs> Omnath Locus of Creation, the the one that's been banned in in a couple of formats because it's too powerful. Uh, they have now got a full art textless version. So you have to win Fantastic. a store championship. Uh, there's only like a week 
of the chance to get it. So, like, there's not going to be very many of these. But, I mean, this is worse than Full Art Cryptic, man. <laughs> That's the first thing that came into my mind. It's what just like, are they imagine, doing? Imagine sitting down and it's like, okay, this is my commander because that's really the only place you can play this guy now, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're, you know, you, your friend that you're introducing to commander, they're like, well, what does that do? And you're like, well, it's an elemental. And they're like, okay, I believe that looking at the art. And it does this. I'm like, okay, come to play. Oh, and then if you do, and it's like, no, nah, come on, man, you're pulling my leg, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, that's, uh, don't like it. Uh, the spell pierce with, you know, Kira to- sort of with spinning glass type stuff. Yeah, it's it's a Merfolk uh, thing for sure. Yeah, I, I like that. And the Gilded Goose is gorgeous. That's pretty nice. I, yeah, I really like cool. that. But the, the Omnath thing, they could have done better. It's got to be a joke, right? I think they just went, <laughs> we're only going to do this for like a week and you have to win. So there's probably, you know, a few hundred, a few thousand in the world, I guess. But it's a bit like the full art Doran from States, uh, yeah. like 13, worth 14 heaps. years ago. Yeah, be worth a So it's a, you know, it's a bit of a gimmick and collect, you know, collectors will. Mm-hmm. And then you can have one of those cards in your box with all your stickers, with all the rules text, because <laughs> you're going to need it. Oh, I like it. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe Omnath can be the... Uh, <laughs> the commander, commander for in that, that deck. deck. Yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, and and then you can just put like all the other textless cards. So I've got like a textless tidings, and you've got textless cryptic. What does your I- foil reciprocate do? Your textless. Re- <laughs> so yeah, um. So for instance, that the full art foil Doran that came from states. Uh, is there a date on draw? But on Card Kingdom, so this is US. It's a mm-hmm. so yeah, no, it's but that must have come in it must have come out oh 15 years ago so this this will be something yeah it's so rare but but a bit niche and maybe omnath is it's a more powerful commander than doran so maybe that'll be up around the very so yeah Hmm. um all right was there anything else that you guys had seen that you wanted to talk about oh we should talk about the league have you played any matches yet no i've been waiting for the anthology (laughs) okay and has it changed anything maybe not really (laughs) okay yeah. yeah, I mean, not, I, I'm not the same. As much like, as I, I was, I was just, I was, I was sitting there ready to craft some treasure cruises, and they didn't come. <laughs> was so today? No, they're just not. Uh, so I don't know what I'll do. Crackers like fries, dog, just waiting for treasure cruise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much, man. <laughs> Listen, you know, you've got to have a goal. That's right. That's right. So yeah, I, I'm keen to now that I I know and I have a have a tinker here, but I, I think I'll just stick with old faithful. For um for my uh, explorer deck in our league, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think a lot of people name, but I think everyone's been holding off on their matches. Yeah, it's gone by now. Uh, but I fully expect the it'll start to pop off this weekend I mean, for sure. It it has to because now we've got like two weeks and a bit to get them all done. Yes. So yeah. I mean, there's not there's not heaps of matches to to play through, but uh, you know, got to coordinate them. Got to get them done. You you will blink and you'll be on the weekend with three left in like, oh, I've only played two. How did that happen? So Yeah, yeah. so a bit Make of sure incentive. Yeah, absolutely. A bit of a bit of incentive is a reminder that we do have week giveaways. I think we've got some calds left in the uh in the archives. Mm-hmm. So uh as we do with our other with every other league, every match that you play for a week, we add one entry into the draw for that and when 
who gets a clay. So uh, normally we do that on stream, but with Shorty Away and my internet being what it is, um, not a lot of streaming happening at the moment. So draw that and announce it on the. Uh, if you want to get in on that, play some matches. The more matches you play, the more entries you get, better chance. Uh, please get your matches done. Get those groups popping off. Absolutely. I think we are planning on streaming next week. All things going well. With mm. some... Yeah, but we're not we're not 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 Explorer League. Though. No, not Explorer League, but Commander. Is yes, four player uh, paper Commander. <laughs> which I yeah something that we've been working on for some time. Well, Polywaffle uh, has been working on with the help of Shorty and plenty of input from from us. But yeah, we might be having some uh, might be having some games, and I'm excited because I, I'm I'm picking up some cards uh, from my LGS debut. Nice. Yeah. You'll have to watch the stream. You will have to do that. All right. And if you want to watch the stream, you can do that. Twitch.tv slash Magic Beans Cast. We are Magic Beans, Magic Beans Cast everywhere. If you want to find us on Twitter or Facebook, YouTube, any of those places, that is the way to do it. Just Google Magic Beans Cast and you will find us there. As always. They're all linked off our website, Cracker, as well. That is true, which is, yeah. A very good point, magicbeanscast.com. So check that out. That's also where you can go to find links for the Discord and also how to join up for our upcoming events. We've still got another league and a couple of more one-day events before the end of the year. So, you know, you're not out of the chances to get into the Envy. All you have to do is just, you know, win a league and then you're in. So it can be done. Not a problem. Otherwise, thank you as always to Josh and Pat for sponsoring us and the leagues that we put on. They are fantastic people to be partnered with we're very pleased to always you know rep them and what they do so thank you to those guys uh, if you want to chat with us directly discord's the best place we're kind of all on there all day just you know sits in the background on the pc uh but if you want to talk to me on twitter you can do that i am at troll hill underscore chewy you are at chewy mtg and stew at m stewy thank you everyone enjoy your explorer matches and we will chat to you all next week